Welcome to another edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. I'm Dave Rowe. This week, we are looking at the road to the pros for Canadian football players. It is a tough one. It is a long one. When you think about college, you're thinking about going for four years, getting your degree, and moving on with life. But if you are going to be a U-sport athlete, you had better dedicate five, maybe even six years to getting through college. And even then, you still might have to go back and finish up your degree once you're already playing in the CFL. It is a tough ride if you want to be a U-sport athlete. No full scholarship free rides as you find down in the States. There's a little bit of money out there, but mostly it is dedication, a lot of hard work, and a little bit of help from the school that is going to get you through, maybe get you to your dream of being a football player, but always keeping an eye on the fact that the first word in student-athlete is student. P.L. Karan is the Calgary Stampeders long snapper. He is a graduate of Lavelle. He's one of the guys who had to go into his pro career before he was officially done his degree. We caught up with him to talk about the life of a U-sport athlete. P.L., uh, coming out of a U-sport program uh, you know, to the CFL, I just don't think people really appreciate the sacrifice that you have to make going into going into school. Now, when you first started at, uh, you know, when you when you first went to Laval, yeah. what was it like? You know, how overwhelming was it to figure out how big a course load you could take with all your football responsibilities? Yeah, exactly. It takes time to figure it out, um, especially financially-wise. I think we put a lot of time in, into football and into school, and we don't get paid, so we don't have... Uh, time to work uh, either so it's it's really hard to uh, balance both but um, yeah I think you just got to listen to your leadership in the, on the team and uh, they tell you how many classes you can take and you figure it out eventually yeah and that is one thing I want to get out of the way uh, to, at the start you know you think down in the states they talk scholarships free rides that doesn't happen up here like there is some scholarship yeah. money available to teams but you know we're talking you know a, a few hundred bucks here and there aren't exactly, we exactly exactly we're talking a few hundred bucks and uh, you gotta pay your own apartment, your own food. We, we don't have full scholarships here, so it's a lot of. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta. It takes time to figure it out, but for sure, you. Uh, it's it's a good experience, and uh, I'm I'm glad about the friends I made in the U Sports. And, uh, yeah, you just get stronger from uh, getting out of it. As you mentioned uh, off the top, like, the program does do, they do a good job of preparing you, you know, just saying, look, you know, you're not in high school anymore. <laughs> this is this is what your day is going to look like? Yeah, they do a good job for sure, um, especially at Laval. I mean, it's a great program. So the coaches have seen young players come in and fail classes. So they know what it takes to uh, make you pass your classes. And uh, they, they tell you the right things. And uh, at Laval, we had the... Uh, study hall that we needed to go every morning uh, so to make sure you do your homework and your studies and when you talk about course load i mean people think university they think oh, okay four years i'm out of here but if you're going to make a go of it in u sport you know you're talking you know with a, a red shirt and a five-year career exactly. you're talking about the possibility of six years yeah for sure it took me six years i believe because i got I took uh, one year of biology and then i switched program and then I got drafted in the CFL, so I had to take classes in my off seasons. And I, I just finished, uh, gradu- I just graduated in kinesiology, so I'm, I'm proud of it. And for sure, it's it's a grind, but it's worth it. I've seen uh, what the uh, the Dino kids have to go through just in terms of their day. Like, what is a day for a U sport athlete during the season? I mean, you're you're up early and, and starting off in the weight room. Exactly, you're up early. For me, it was, I would go to study hall first, then go to my classes. Um, and then you got a workout, and our practices would be from 3.30. Well, meetings would be at 3.30 to 6.30. Practice would finish at 6.30. So then you got to go home, make dinner, 
and then study and then get get ready for the next morning. So it's a, it's a busy schedule for sure. So in the meantime, you're juggling the playbook and uh, you're juggling your course load and uh, on road trips as well. You, know, you still got to uh, you know you still got to worry about uh, your homework, get your assignments done. Exactly on road trips in the bus, you just take the time to do your homeworks and you got to study your playbook as well. And sometimes. Uh, the day before a game, you're not in the mood to study uh, for for your classes for sure. So it it's a lot of uh, overtime, and uh, but it's worth it. I loved it. Realistically, during the season, sort of what can you do for a course load versus you know like a, you know normal student, normal student who's not taking yeah. sports is going to take how many courses and how many courses can you realistically take during the season? I think to be a full time student, uh, full time student takes 12 credits. So uh, in order to play football, it. I don't believe in every program, but at Laval, you got to be a full-time student, so you got to take at least 12 credits. And I think the normal students would take 14 credits, maybe. So it, it's a bit less, but we were still full-time students, so it's four to five classes uh, per session. Was there ever times where you just felt overwhelmed? You're just like looking at piles of books and stacks of game film and going, "How am I going to do this?" Yeah, for sure, you feel overwhelmed, but uh, everybody on, on the team does, so you're not you're not alone and. Uh, it's it's a grind, but it's fun. Uh, colleges uh, were my my best years, and I uh, had a lot of fun. So for sure, it's a grind, but um, everybody's over, overwhelmed, and you just help each other. Uh, and plus, you know, the top programs too. Like they they offer help, they offer some counseling, and they work with you just to make sure you can keep that eligibility up. Yeah, exactly. And you help each other on the team. If you know some guy, he's really good in let's say finance. Well, he's going to help everybody on, on the team that takes the finance class. And so it's a, a brotherhood for sure. And even for you with that, you know, a long career at uh, Laval and you still had to go back after you turned pro, you yeah. still had to go back to a couple of summers to, or winters to get that degree finished. Exactly. Sometimes you don't feel like, uh, especially after two losses at, at, the, at the Grey Cup and then got to go back home. Uh, you just finished your first uh, season in, in the CFL and you're going to go back home and be a normal student, uh, go back to classes and make sure you finish your degree. And, uh, well, you got a little bit of everything from Recure. You got to some, some Vanniers, but then getting that uh, that piece of paper at the end of it, that was all worth it? Exactly. It is all worth it. Uh, I, I promised my mom when I got drafted I would finish school, which I did, so I'm, I'm proud of that for sure. If there's a kid that, like listening to this, you know, coming out of a high school program, you know, in in high school right now, what advice would you give them about balancing, you know, the academic and the U sport U sport life? I would say just uh, just look at your teammates, look at the leadership on the team. They they do the right things and try to have the same schedule as them. Do your homework and uh, study your playbook, so you'll be fine for sure. Stay in school, kids. It's important. <laughs> exactly. Stay in school. Education's a priority on the coaching side of things as well. If you're trying to recruit players, you have to convince their parents that academics are going to be as important or even more important than life in and around football. Wayne Harris and the University of Calgary certainly have that in mind. We caught up with Coach Harris. Wayne, uh, first of all, uh, we've uh, talked to student-athletes about uh, the requirements, uh, just how hard it is just to balance uh, football and U sport, you know, when it comes to uh, your academics. Uh, what uh, kind of supports does the University of Calgary offer just to help uh, these guys with the workload? Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, a huge time commitment uh, to play football, and uh, we're very uh, aware of uh, the academic requirements. Uh, so we have a, a person in place, Kevin Konak, who helps in our academic room. Uh, 
supervising and uh, giving uh, advice to young men uh, can help them with, uh, you know, he's a former English teacher, able to help them with paper writing and that type of thing, just making sure that they're prepared for their classes and, and staying on top of uh, their academics. It's something that we talk about each and every practice and just reminding them to stay focused on football. You need to stay ahead on your academics. Do a lot of student-athletes find it really overwhelming that first semester when they get to school and find out, even if you're taking a limited class schedule, trying to balance that with meetings, weight room, practices, uh, and games? Uh, certainly. You know, for uh, someone coming straight out of high school where the structure is there for them on a daily basis, that structure is now gone. They have a lot of more free time to try and figure out. So time management skills are a part of what we teach and what we try to uh, employ in our young men so that they understand that uh, they have certain ports of the day where they can use that to make sure they stay on top of their books, that uh, they get adequate rest at night and not staying up all night as well. Uh, otherwise, they're going to be able to, they're going to underperform. So, you know, all of that along with some tutoring services, uh, hopefully that will help them uh, in making that transition from high school, that's the big part. Second, third year, usually they're able to handle it a lot better uh, once they've been through it. And again, uh, as as you say, you've got a person in place to help uh, with that with that counseling. Uh, what are some of the common things you hear? You know, maybe a, a few weeks or a, a couple of months into into a season when uh, when maybe some of these uh, some of these guys are getting overwhelmed. Well, you know, certainly uh, an awareness of assignments coming due and uh, exams to prepare for. Often uh, when midterms come around, a lot of midterms run in the evenings now, which is during our practice time. So we need to be able to make arrangements and uh, be flexible on some of those types of hours, especially young men that are traveling and might miss an exam. So again, having uh, an academic person and that support, uh, someone that the players can go to, uh, staying in touch with the professors and keeping them aware of what's happening and what's going on is really important in the communication process. Is the university generally supportive? I just you know knowing that you know knowing the commitment that the, these student athletes are making on on two sides of of school life. Are they willing to be flexible for things like sitting exams, that sort of thing? Yeah, we found that, that the professors, as long as we're in good communication with them, they've been very reasonable in, uh, you know, allowing the players to uh, be able to do the athletic part of uh, their responsibilities and being able to move exams around at times uh, when they're away for games or, uh, you know, they, they've been very, very uh, helpful in the course. So we just have to stay in touch with them and make sure that uh, the students are uh, taking uh, responsibility and making up anything that they miss. And uh, as with other programs, uh, the UFC does have some scholarships available to uh, student-athletes. What, uh, you know, dollar figures aside, but what are, what are some of the limitations on what you can and cannot do in terms of offering scholarships? Well, you know, there's athletic awards, and then there's academic all-Canadian awards, and there's uh, academic scholarships. So there's uh, three different uh, types of awards. The athletic awards were limited by U Sports to 33.6 scholarships that we're able to hand out. Uh, In terms of academic all-Canadians, anybody that uh, gets a 3.3 GPA or better and plays in at least two games, uh, 
stage, become an academic All-Canadian, they can receive uh, tuition and fees fully paid for. Uh, and uh, we have 14 of those uh, student-athletes on our football team this year, uh, doing very well academically and on the football field. And then there's some that are receiving all sorts of academic awards as well. And when uh, a student athlete is starting out, uh, do you have to make sure that you emphasize just the time commitment, the life commitment? I mean, most people, you think about a university as a a four-year program to get a degree, but if you're trying to balance that with youth sport, you're looking at at five years, uh, maybe six years to to, to get that degree done. Definitely, you know, in the recruiting process, we talk a lot about the... uh, time commitment that is required from the football program, and we say that in most cases uh, we plan on trying to retain a degree in five years. Uh, That would be a reasonable expectation. You have five years of eligibility to play. Uh, For some guys, they're going to redshirt a year that first year and not uh, play in any games. So uh, they might uh, push that to uh, six years to uh, get their graduation. But at the end of the day, we understand that the most important thing is that they attain their degree and have that moving forward. That's what's going to get them through the rest of life. I mean, it's as successful as uh, the University of Calgary is at putting players in the CFL. It's still a small percentage, and uh, the first word in student-athlete is student. Definitely, and we keep reminding them of that all the time, and uh, we uh, think that's extremely important. And uh, having been in education for 30 years, uh, prior to taking over as head coach here, uh, I've always been one to push uh, the books. And that is that for another edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. Remember, find our podcast at all your favorite locations, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and tune in or download it from our website. If you like the podcast, we'd love it if you could take out a moment and rate the show and leave a comment. If you really like the podcast, make sure you tell a friend about it and leave us suggestions for future shows. I'm Dave Rowe for Jock Wilson, and this has been the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. <laughs>